Welcome to Recently Logged, where two straight white guys talk about a feminist film on International Women's Day. Hi. Hello there, guys. <laughs> We're uh, um, very underqualified. <laughs> happy Happy International Women's Day. Yeah, Happy International Yay. Women's Day. Women rock. Heck Just yeah. figured I'd let you know. Thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> go um, watch The Farewell or something. Uh, yeah. Go, go, go do it. There's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of great movies directed by women. It's true. Lulu Wang. Mm, I swear, I'm so excited for Lulu Wang's new movie, right? honestly. Like, with how much, how good The Farewell was. But Robbie. Bro, it freaking rocked. Is this a good movie directed by a woman? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> But Micah, you haven't said the name of the movie. How should I know? How foolish of me. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, we're talking about Moxie. <laughs> Moxie. Oh, yeah, we didn't uh, introduce ourselves. Uh, I feel like we keep forgetting to do that. Uh, I, I didn't think it was ever a thing. I was trying always... I was trying to make a habit of it in case this is like someone's first episode. Uh, that I'm Robbie. And I'm Micah. And we're monsters in <laughs> Just gonna leave you hanging there, Micah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, welcome, welcome to recently. Welcome to recently. We're talking about Moxie. We're talking about Moxie. Twenty twenty-one Netflix original, directed by Amy Poehler. I was not aware. Okay, so little little background here. Um, I chose Moxie because it looked interesting. Uh, like I saw a new Netflix film had come out. I saw that it was directed by Amy Poehler, uh, which I do like her work most of the time. Um, I like her acting. Yeah, I like her acting <laughs> quite a bit. Um. And I was not aware that this would be going out on International Women's Day, which, shame on me for not knowing when International Women's Day is, I guess. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I, I I feel very underqualified to speak on this right? movie, <laughs> on the whole. Um, I was like, why don't we have a guest on the podcast <laughs> this week? And he was, uh, was like, because I forgot. <laughs> I was about well. to say, literally... Um, for those, for the especially for like people waiting on our guest list, to like come on the podcast, they know how infamously bad I am at planning stuff. Yeah, don't blame me. Scheduling wise, I'm not in charge of scheduling. Um, so, <laughs> I actually I did pick this because I knew it was uh, international, or I guess it's not international. It's just Women's History Month. Yeah. Um, and I chose it because of that. But now, now that it's on International Women's Day as well, I feel especially underqualified to speak about Moxie. <laughs> um, but yeah. we're gonna try our best. I did really enjoy it on the whole. I would say, yeah. Um, uh, take 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 what we say with a grain of salt. Though. Yes, we are, um, we are not the most qualified people in the slightest to talk about. This I think movie. we're probably I think we're probably the least qualified demographic of people. Right. Maybe maybe if we were like. 30 years older would be the least qualified demographic yeah. to yeah. speak on this <laughs> um but yes i just wanted to get that out of the way as a disclaimer uh we're gonna try our best to talk about it and not sound like absolute idiots so <laughs> but it is kind of difficult though go watch moxie though. go watch moxie yeah sure it's, it's fun <laughs> it's like it's a good movie I would say. Yeah. But we're going to talk more about that later, Micah. All right. Wow. Do we want to get into b -b 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 basic thoughts? Uh, no, basic facts, actually. Basic facts? I forgot <laughs> about that section. Micah's like, Mike like, basic <laughs> thoughts? That's my job. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, let's let's go over the main, the main info, the stuff you need to know yeah, about Moxie. The, the basic facts. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. All right. I was, Rabbi's, sorry, I was, Rabbi's dying a bit. I was choking and dying at the beginning of the segment. It's fine. All right. Let's <laughs> let's go over the basic facts according to IMDb. Tell us, Micah. Let us know. So Moxie is a 2021 movie rated PG-13. It's 111 minutes. A little description thing on uh, IMDb. <laughs> description. Is fed up with sexist and toxic status quo, or the sexist and to- toxic status quo at her high school. A shy 16-year-old finds inspiration from her mother's rebellious past and anonymously... I can't speak. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, Mike, are you sure you want to be doing this? Anonymously publishes a zine that sparks a school-wide coming of rage revolution. A rage revolution. Uh, its cast consists of mostly first-time actors, if I recall, looking at except these for, Except for Booksmart guy. There's, well, even then, I bet, like, first time in the fact that, like, first big role oh yeah 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 uh hadley robinson we've got uh lauren help me out (laughs) wait what uh to sigh to sigh something like that yeah i'm sorry guys (laughs) once again you get the two straight white guys who know nothing about anything (laughs) uh Alyssa pascal I believe that's Alicia, Micah. Or Alicia, wow, I'm Alicia. I can't speak. <laughs> Micah. What am I doing? Micah, this what is happening? <laughs> it's a name. You okay. can figure it out. Okay, There's wow. There's people in this. Wow. Okay. Uh, Alicia. <laughs> wait, you gotta wait. help out. <laughs> Pascal. Pascal? I don't know. Pina. I'm assuming is at the end. It's supposed to be yeah. an accented in, actually. It's supposed to be an accent. I don't know why it's not. But man. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Apparently, I can't read today. I was about to say, Micah not only has struggled to read the one paragraph, but he has also struggled to read multiple people's names. Uh, yeah, let's <clears throat> look up the cast. Do it. I was about uh, to say. It's directed by Amy Poehler. Uh, Which we thought was pronounced Amy Poehler for the longest time. But it turns out it's just Poehler. <laughs> uh, it's written by Tamara... Chesna, yeah, and that sounds right. Dylan Mayer, based on a book by Jennifer. <laughs> They're killing me, Matthew. Matthew, you know it was actually funny. It was actually funny, Micah, because I was I was putting in the info for the description of this movie, and I was like, Micah's gonna trip so hard on these names. <laughs> these are not normal names here. Normal names. Look like at these last names. I don't know how to pronounce this stuff. Maybe you just need to expand your horizons. Maybe I do. But then again, I couldn't <laughs> pronounce polar right. So. I was about to say we couldn't even pronounce polar. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Moxie. That's what you need to know, I wow. guess. Um, did you already mention that it's a Netflix movie? Yeah. Okay. At the beginning. Uh, well, you yeah, didn't mention it Nef- in the basic facts. It's a Netflix original. Ooh. Which I think just means Netflix distributes it, right? Uh, I mean, they they fund it. Oh, do they? I'm pretty sure. No. I was about to say, I don't know. I don't know how their I don't know how their quote unquote like original program works. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, cause there's like a two four movies where some of them they're like involved directly in the production. I don't know. <laughs> Netflix originals. Yeah, I wonder what does qualify it. Because it's kind of weird, right? 
Yeah, I figured that. Wait, Mike, uh, wait, you Googled it? Yeah. What did you figure? We're getting extremely off topic. What did you figure? Well, I don't know. I thought you would talk about something. <laughs> oh, you right. waited for me to look up this random side thing. Oh, well, I wasn't, like, waiting for you. I was just seeing what you were doing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's a Netflix original. Uh, and we watched it on Netflix. So, I mean... There's something. <laughs> yeah, most of Netflix's originals aren't funded by Netflix. I figured. I was about to say, I figured they just picked them up for distribution, which makes a lot more sense. Some, but of, yes. some of them are, though. I'm assuming more stuff like probably like Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like definitely. they're big shows. I'm sure they fund. <laughs> um, but yeah, with those out of the way, with the, the, the facts uh, that are basic, they have been listed. Um, so let's get on to what we actually thought of Moxie. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Wow, let's do it. <laughs> okay, well, we were both waiting for each other to talk first. Um, I guess I guess I'll go first. Why not? You know. You usually do after I do. You like, usually the do. Basic facts. It's true. Um, tell you, what are your basic thoughts? My opening thoughts. Your basic <laughs> thoughts on Moxie. When will you accept that we changed the segment name? We, we didn't. You didn't consult me. Okay. Well, it was a new season. I figured I. Yeah, I figured I could just slip it in behind the cracks, under the wait. No, under the radar. <laughs> <laughs> under behind the cracks. Well. Okay. 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 Um, what did I think of Moxie? As I said before, I quite liked it. On the whole, actually, a lot more than I was expecting to. Um, but that was just because, like, most Netflix original films that I have seen in the past are just really mediocre or just bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I actually found myself getting, like, really oddly emotionally invested in this movie, <laughs> which I don't, like, I don't know why I find that odd. It's just I usually am not a very, like emotional movie watcher like on the whole and this one for some reason really caught me in the feels and i'm not even sure why um didn't do that for me it's not it's not a very uh effective script for doing that maybe i was just uh a hormonal last night or something i don't know <laughs> wow um what to say about moxie um it, i say most Netflix films are pretty mediocre, and I think that kind of stands for this. Like, it, it kind of goes for this as well. On a filmmaking level. Yeah, on a, yeah. I was, yeah, was going to bring up for just the technical side. Um, you know, the direction is not as, like, generic as I thought it would be. I feel like Amy Poehler actually did have a vision of sorts for what she wanted Moxie to be. Whether or not that actually pulled off, like, <laughs> correctly, I, I don't know. There's some weird stylistic choices that don't work that well. Some of the needle drops, especially, I don't know. The editing in this was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, 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 but, it, yeah, it's just pretty generic in most of its execution. Uh, a lot of the performances are pretty mediocre-ish not bad enough to be like bad yeah, but not I don't think there was not there i don't i don't performances think of like bad note yeah i don't think there was a great performance either like none of the actors seemed to really be bringing too much to their roles yeah. uh outside of what was already there in the material um 
But I mean, like, no, once again, none of them were bad, even. Like, I would consider almost all of these performances, like, a good start for any career. Yeah. Um, and like I said, like, a lot of these... Yeah, a lot of these people are first really time. didn't have anything yeah. else before this. Um, so, props to them. They did a, actually a pretty decent job. <laughs> um, I just was going to say, like... None of them gave, like, outstanding performances. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, give give them the Oscar right now. <laughs> um, it was a very Netflix movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, once again, uh, I don't feel like uh, Amy Poehler was hoping to get an Oscar performance out of any of them. <laughs> um, what should I, what else should I mention? I mentioned both of the big technical aspects that stuck out to me. Um, the message of this film, which this film is very much a message film, like it has a very defined message that it, uh, very much pushes at the viewer. The film wouldn't exist if yeah, not for if, that. If there was no message, there would be no film. Which isn't inherently a bad thing. No. There's, um, like, like I brought up Mean Girls earlier, it has one, like, very strong message that it pushes for its entire movie. Well, I, de I definitely think it's to its benefit in this movie. Only yes. having, like, one big thing. Yes. Um, what was I going to say about it? Uh, oh, yeah. It is a message film. Whether or not it executes its message well is an interesting talking point, which we're going to get into later. Yeah. Um, in the next segment. But I don't feel like, on the whole, it was that graciously handled. Like, it's there, <laughs> obviously, and I have a feeling a lot of people who are very unfamiliar with the feminist movement on the whole will probably be like, oh, that's pretty dope, actually. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to Rebel Girl I'm for gonna three times. <laughs> three times? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It... It, it's good if this gets more people looking into the feminist movement, but I don't know if on the movie's side, if it's that well executed in the movie. Yeah. Um, a lot of interesting topics, which granted a lot of people have talked about. We're not just like the sole people who have come up with this. It's It's been one of Micah, the biggest this things. This is my revolutionary thought. One of the biggest things <laughs> talked about with this movie is yeah. how it deals with all of its various characters relating to its main point, but we'll get more into that uh, yes, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what did you think of Moxie? Micah? What did I think of Moxie? I very much enjoyed Moxie. Wow. Um, I, I, like you said, way more than I expected. <laughs> yeah, to. exactly. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect with Amy Poehler directing when she had pretty much only directed like one other thing and it looked really bad to me personally. It was like a wine mom movie yeah. or something, right? It was. Hold on, I'm looking it up. A comedy wine mom movie. <laughs> the wine mom comedy. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I was, I was surprised that this was pretty enjoyable. It's very Netflixy in its production. Like it, uh, it's not very interestingly shot. Doesn't have any standout actors. Bro, the lighting. <laughs> the lighting is very like 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 on that side of things. It's very much exactly what you would expect for what it is. Even beyond just being a Netflix movie, being like a teen movie, even like something like Mean Girls. And while Mean Girls is shot better, um, they are like it's just very kind of plain without much stylistic shooting but i don't think it really needs that that much it could have added to the movie for sure but yeah it's not really any less for not having super flashy filmmaking in it yeah yeah um and beyond that 
I think I think the writing is probably my biggest problem with the movie. Oh yeah, quote, unquote, problem. did I even bring up the writing? I don't I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I was um, about to say this. I think I still think the screenplay is the root for most of this movie's problems. I haven't read the book. Don't know how the book goes, <laughs> but we'll get specifically into like the major writing issue later. But like they kind of do this thing in this movie where they throw in what should be like a huge, huge plot oh point. Oh my gosh! Yes, right at the very end of the movie. Like, like literally like 15 minutes before the movie is over <laughs> and it's stuff like that and, and making specifically Vivian the main character, which again, we'll get into more later, doesn't really make sense when literally almost every other character is more interesting and better <laughs> for kind of what they were going for as a movie. Yeah. But yeah. Overall, I feel like that. Yeah, I feel like that sums it up. Overall, well. still very enjoyable, though. Yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still a little surprised how much I enjoyed this. Yeah, movie. Un- unexpectedly very enjoyable. And again, I don't know, uh, for specific things that we'll get into later. Um, I know we're not technically speaking the main audience for like the point it was making. Well, you know, it's it. it uh, yeah, I would say we are. Well, maybe not me. I'm out of high school now. I don't know. I mean, no, it's it's a pretty yeah, general. No, it's, yeah, no, it's it's to, I'm saying it's like it's to everybody, like guys and girls. Yeah. But like specifically for the fact that we're not really in. Yeah, I was about school. to say we're homeschooled. It doesn't really. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't apply as much. This is a, a lot of the stuff in this is not stuff that I run into too often, but that's just because I'm a hermit at home. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say when we were watching the movie, I'm like, wow, her school sucks. And then, and then our mom was like, you know, like, it's not that far off from most regular schools. <laughs> and I'm like, whoops. <laughs> like we went to a private school for a while. Yeah, that school sucked. That kind school of. sucked, but not like that. <laughs> not not in that way. It was a way. different suck. It was a different a different <laughs> brand of suckiness. So yeah, but yeah, let's let's get into the main discussion about Moxie. I'm gonna lean all the way over to stop. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we both said all right at the same time. That was weird. Um, so main discussion, questions, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm going to open it up with a real nice question. The meat of the, the discussion, if you will. What was your favorite scene or sequence? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, you ask it every episode. It's gotta be asked. Okay. Um, gosh, favorite scene. You know, I really, <laughs> You ask this every single episode, <laughs> and it never occurs to me to pick one beforehand. It's um, kind of an odd movie to pick one yeah. for, because again, because it's a message movie, there's no specific, like, obviously there are different scenes where it does different <laughs> stuff, but like, there's no specific, like, they gave, they made this scene to be a standout scene kind of thing. Yeah. Um <sighs> What to say? You know, um, dang, what to pick as a favorite scene? I was gonna say like the first Moxie meeting because that's pretty interesting. Like that, I think that's one of the few scenes where the cast has like the most chemistry together. Yeah. Um, even in later Moxie meetings, it it just seems kind of like background-ish. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Gonna do the 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 creepy funeral home date. <laughs> I was gonna say the funeral home date, but it is creepy. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not. I'm not comfortable picking that as my favorite scene. Um. You know what? You know what, Mike? <laughs> what do I know? What? I think I'm gonna go with uh the. Dang it! Every time I keep I keep going to say a scene, and then I'm like, well, no, I don't want to pick that scene. Wow. Gosh, I don't know. Do Do you have Do you have any idea, Micah? I'm gonna go with the the first Moxie meeting. <laughs> wow. I think it was one of the most interesting and memorable scenes in the movie. You know what? Yeah, I am gonna go with that actually, because uh, I can can I just go like party leading up to that, and that yeah, that's all. It's all basically one scene. A lot of a lot of the other um, scenes, especially specifically around Moxie meetings and stuff, get into something that I wanted to talk about specifically with Vivian being the main character. Yeah, <laughs> it drives it to a weird tone, like <laughs> like so. In this movie. Yes. This movie about... This, this is a movie. <laughs> feminism, racism, all that kind of stuff. Like, just pretty much all of the different, like, messed up stuff that you'll find in high school. Yes. Um, and really on into the rest of life. Uh, we have our main character being a, like, cis, straight, white girl who is not the one getting, like, <laughs> she is not the, this movie open, like, kind of starts off with, uh, the, one of, one of the main characters, the, uh, the new black girl at the school getting harassed mm-hmm. by, uh, a white guy at their school, and the main character, Vivian, is like, yeah, just keep your head down. They won't bother you. <laughs> they won't bother you. And, and, like, and, and it's Lucy, who is the one who's like, no. I'm going to make a stand and everything. So, like, we get off going, and, like, from the moment, like, you say go, Lucy is the more, like, better... I was about to say, like, I think it's the first scene in the whole movie. She transfers to the school and, like, gets in in a quote-unquote argument. I don't know what you would call it, a disagreement. Uh, She is at odds with the teacher. (laughs) Yeah, and and it's just throughout the entire movie, you have Vivian out of all of these characters, and you have tons of characters of different race of different uh backgrounds and different um wow if i can speak uh what's the what word you, i'm looking you, for i don't know what are you looking for not straight <laughs> wow different genders mike well no sexuality different sexuality sure Okay. Just different, different, like, like tons of different things besides just a straight white girl. I was about to say who doesn't have any real problems. Whose mom is kind of rich. I was about to say there um, are a bunch of other discriminatory things presented in the background of this movie, other than just like, uh, great. Now I lost the word. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mike. <laughs> But you're rubbing off on but, me. Um, like you have all this, and and she even gets like misogyny. There it misogyny, is. Misogyny. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she even gets slightly called out for it at the end by her friend because like she doesn't get a lot of the struggle even that they're going through just because like yeah she gets the the feminist side the sexism side even to an extent because again she wasn't the one being harassed. Yes. Um, 
it, and it makes Moxie as a movement, to me anyway, watching this movie, a lot of times past like the beginning of Moxie, like in the second act and third act, it made Moxie feel very petty. And they even showed it like that, like just because she had a personal grudge with somebody, yeah. it would get like they would get like torn up and, and by Moxie and everything. And it feels like she does so much bad for this movement that is like a really good movement. <laughs> and I'm like, just why isn't anybody else leading this movie? <laughs> she gets like really weird with her mom. And the mom's boyfriend for no reason. She's rude to her boyfriend, and like, like she's like actually awful. And then he's just like, okay, by the end of the movie, <laughs> and like everything works out for her. And she didn't really have any real problems besides herself to begin with. <laughs> yeah. No. It. Yeah. That's. <laughs> so th- that's like my biggest writing problem with the movie i don't know if i'd fully go as far as to say moxie feels petty throughout like the latter half of this just specifically as like a vivian side of things i guess not yeah. the like like obviously once it becomes its own movement everybody else is doing a better job than she yeah is. but i'm saying like every time she does something and even like the sticker thing is seemed so petty oh to yeah me. no definitely like i'm just like yeah, I get what you're going for, but, like, come on. And it is, like, it, and even, like, the end thing, she does, like, do a big commitment of vandalism. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, like, for the movement, and, yeah, sure, it all, like, is for a good cause. But it just seems so weird coming from specifically Vivian. Yes, yeah, that, that that's more what I was going for. Like, because you said you just said it seemed petty, like near the latter half. I'm like, well, that's what right. I'm saying. Is is from Vivian? Yeah, for, it from feels from, petty, yeah, yeah. not the movement itself or anything that like that. So yeah, they should have chosen. <laughs> I actually was gonna pose a question, Micah. Um, who do you think should have been leading this story? Because <laughs> like literally, you could pick almost anyone from the side characters like side cast right. of this movie any of the girls in the side cast of this movie and it would probably be a more interesting uh script i would say lucy because it makes sense oh yeah no, but totally you, you do sense. have other options for interesting characters that you could have based it on and they all would have brought like different things to the exactly. story exactly it would have brought vivian. i was about to say vivian is literally the only one literally the only female character in this movie who didn't ha- on screen has not faced any sort of um like problems really and yeah obviously there's still like lots of lots of sexism at the school oh yeah overall. no definitely um and i mean like of course like the stuff that's like like dress code system like systematically built into the school of course affects her but like she hasn't been singled out yeah for any reason like, the stuff that happened to Lucy was, like, awful, awful. And, oh, yes. <laughs> and she was harassed and everything like that. And even, like, uh, Emma, by the end of the movie, like, like just almost every other character in this movie has had it worse than, than Vivian. Since you guys couldn't see me, I was nodding my head. <laughs> um, like, even the best, like, even the best friend could make for an interesting look at the entire story because like it is kind of a a whole different side i really kind of wish they would have played up her her part in the script more 
because she seems like she's going to be such a big character in the like in the beginning. Yeah. And then they just kind of drop her off until they want to bring her back up again to make Vivian feel bad. I don't know. Yeah, like there's a lot there. She can't participate in Moxie like she would like to because she's got so much pressure from her parents because they don't like because of their background and culture that they mm-hmm. ha- they didn't have like this is their opportunity. This yeah. is her only opportunity to get into a good school and make her parents like proud because they gave up everything to get to America. Yeah. And it's just it's stuff like that that like would be a lot more interesting to focus on. You even have a trans character in this. <laughs> yeah. And they're in there for like 2 seconds. You have like a like a moment of like where I I I struggle to even call them lesbian characters. <laughs> yeah, for real. I was like uh it <laughs> literally I don't think it comes up in a single other scene. And because and I was about to mention this because you focus on Vivian it makes all of these other things almost feel like they're just token characters to oh, be yes. there. I was about to, I was going to say that actually. Um, a lot of the quote unquote representation of many of the like different issues of plaguing the school, uh, they really just feel like a token yeah because <laughs> they don't focus on them at all and then they, they just don't add any depth instantly. yeah they don't they don't add any depth to the, their to the problems or the characters um and then they're just by the end of the movie they just all get fixed yeah like like it bothered me so much that the one trans character was like the teachers won't call me by my moon <laughs> by my new name oh my and gosh. they won't they don't want me auditioning for this part <sighs> even though i'd be perfect for it that gets like they don't talk about it at all later scene boom she I was about to say into the movie her, her name into the, into the movie there it's just fine now and she gets the part and i'm like what do, do they show that they get it or uh, i guess they don't i was about to say the, i think it just shows the they judge show them like extremely like, happy with yeah. her audition they're like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's just stuff like that that you're like what and even like um the one girl who gets uh like specifically singled out for her dress code she would probably be more interesting yeah because she fits more into that stereotype of like a pretty girl at school but you know that's not what she wants to be treated like yeah no i'm once again literally any side character would have been more interesting than vivian as a a starter for moxie uh in the school and as someone to tell the story through and um, it's interesting, some of the reviews brought up that it is especially interesting for to have Vivian being, like, the starter of Moxie with her mom's character's history. Yeah. And how that, like, that, <laughs> that feminist movement that her mom was a part of is typically viewed as not a great thing. <laughs> like, even by, like, feminists of today, because yeah. they were not really great. Like, they they were kind of uh, just as bad treating people as they wanted, like, to try and get their point across. They weren't including anybody but just them. Yeah. And... Not great. <laughs> so, um, it's just a weird thing in there to have her as the main character, have her mom the way that she is, and have all of these other side characters the way that they are. Yeah. No, it's interesting. Um... Let's think of another question. Another question. What do you think of Skater Boy Boyfriend? He was a skater boy. She's sensing it later, boy. <laughs> oh, that's such a good song, man. 
I literally, I literally was okay. Micah can attest. I was literally singing that song like, I, I think all of last night. Yes. <laughs> the moment I, the moment I see anyone skateboarding, I immediately start singing. Uh, <laughs> the, probably that whole album. <laughs> but you know. But yeah, what do you think of Skater Boy? What do I think of him? You know. I, I, for some reason, I kind of detest the idea of someone who behaves, like, perfectly in a movie. And I don't know why, because there are people like that, like, in real life, I mean, who, are, who just no try... People well, like not, perfect okay, people. they're not trying... I'm not saying that there is. there are people out there who behave perfectly all the time. I'm just saying that it just kind of feels weird to me whenever a character doesn't seem to have a flaw. Yeah. Um... Like, the the boyfriend character literally is just there. Why? <laughs> he's there, like, like yeah, he, he's written in there, and he, you know, he supports their movement. I mean, I guess, I guess the whole thing is, like, oh, there's, there's, a, there is a dude who supports Moxie, I Which, guess. heck yeah, I mean. Yeah, who wouldn't? <laughs> like, I was about to say, Moxie in this movie rocks. Right. I, like, and, who wouldn't? And, like, even in the beginning, I was like, man. Even, like, the stars and hearts thing looks so sick. Who wouldn't do this? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, like, he's there just to be, again, that token nice guy who supports the movement and is also perfect in every way and I was about dates to say, the main character. He literally, doesn't, he literally doesn't do anything, like, detestable or wrong the entire movie. He doesn't even get, like, his feelings hurt, really. And like I said, it bothers me so much. And to word it, uh, word it like one of the reviews I read, that uh, one of her, like, her Asian best friend gets mad at her for not getting her side of the story, yeah. so then she goes and lashes out at her asian boyfriend and then by the Uh, end the boyfriend is just like yeah like he literally is mad at her they have no conversation and then he's just like yeah i'm the one who should be (laughs) just okay with everything now i was about to say he's he serves an interesting purpose in the screenplay because i feel like he doesn't really need to be there like honestly yeah. Would the story really change all that much if he didn't exist? Well, I mean, that's the same thing for all of these other characters yeah. that bring a specific thing that the story wanted to showcase was part of the movement, but not go into at all. Yeah, I was about to say, it just doesn't, it, it, it doesn't, it, it presents an idea that is interesting, and then it just doesn't expound upon it at all in its screenplay. And again, uh, a lot of the stuff, and I wanted to mention this as we, as we're getting into this, a lot of the stuff, while it is like very big to the movie, it does not take away from the watching experience as much as you might think. Um, like it still does. Yeah, because it, I was it about makes to say. certain things. Yeah, like like there's still real like complaints and everything and problems with the movie, but like. I'm just trying to say, like, this movie is still rather enjoyable, yeah, no, despite it's... all of these, like, specific things. Yeah, I would say it's still pretty enjoyable. I just think, <sighs> on the whole, the movie doesn't deal with its message as gracefully yeah, it doesn't, as it doesn't... <laughs> I would like. Um, and I think a lot of it comes down to, and not to use Mean Girls as another <laughs> example, but it's a really good example. It is a and really great example. By, like, it's, it's made by Tina Fey, who is like Amy Poehler's best friend, from what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, mean Girls tackles one thing, and yep. it's that girls are super horrible to each other. I was about to say, girls (laughs) should stop being less terrible to one another. And it it tackles that from pretty much all sides. 
It, yeah, it's, no, it's, it's it's one idea. It's a simple idea, and it looks at that, and it builds its entire world in movie around around this to the point of stylization that this movie is built around. Dang, that. Mean Mean Girls screenplay is so brilliant. I love it so much. <laughs> but Moxie not only has a much 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 broader topic yeah. to look at, like. Especially when they introduce a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of other stuff, not just sexism, but racism, homophobia, transphobia, all that stuff. It makes it one of the broadest topics you could possibly talk about. I was about to say, they basically, they basically choose for their topic bigotry. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Which is the broadest topic in the world um, and is a huge problem, yes, but it's so hard. And then not only that, they don't make it like Mean Girls and the fact... And I'm not saying Mean Girls is the only way to pull this off. No, I'm no. just giving an example of how I feel like it could have worked better. They don't do like Mean Girls. They don't stylize it at all. They don't make the world build around what they're trying to say. They just have a world where it is a thing. So, like, uh, you know, like our world, it's no specific thing. There's so much to go around because the world itself is not built around showing this point. It's just there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, everything in Mean Girls is there to show exactly what they're trying to communicate. And again, Mean Girls isn't mean people. They picked a very specific topic, especially in high school. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, I feel like is when they're the most mean, right? <laughs> I don't Probably. know. I feel like that's when everyone is the most right? mean. <laughs> so then you have characters like uh, like Seth, who in something like Mean Girls would probably contribute to the story because it would be written in that way. That's why he would be there. But instead, he's just there because... Just because. I was about to say, none of the characters really service... Well, not none of them, obviously, but on the whole, most of the characters don't serve to make the point better. Yeah, they don't serve... And, and literally the whole movie is, this is the point we're making kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's not written around its point enough to where its characters yeah. are all behind the point. They're just there as characters who are also part of this movement. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Um, do you have a question? Uh, I do have a question. Um, well, no, I don't have a question, actually. But I, I was going to come up with a question, and then I realized that I didn't come up with anything oh boy. in the three seconds. I do have a question. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Do you have a question, um, I don't know. I just came up with a question. Um... I don't know. We, I, I feel like right at the moment, right where we sit now, we've tackled the two biggest problems I had with oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. We haven't tackled the ending. I was oh. waiting to put that off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ending. What did you think of the ending, What did Micah? I think of the ending? That's my question. I thought it was the worst written thing in the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> On multiple levels. Like I said, the boyfriend and everything and everything just kind of working out for Vivian in the end. It's already... Kinda... It's already... Sorry to cut you off. It's already kind of a bloated runtime. And the fact that they had... The fact that the ending feels rushed in yeah, its wrap-up... Yeah, it feels very rushed. ...is really weird. Yeah, right? <laughs> especially with how much of this movie is spent just showing these, like, almost, not to say shenanigans, but shenanigans, <laughs> shenanigans. that this group is, like, not that like the specific things that they're doing, but, like, the stuff in between the things that they're doing, with, like, even the boyfriend and stuff like that, just various Vivian shenanigans. 
Yeah, I guess. And but the ending it feels really just kind of like out of nowhere. Things wrap up for Vivian without really much. I was about to say to anything. Um, I was gonna put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode, but I'm just not gonna mention it by name. Uh. They introduce a certain element to catalyze the ending of the movie. Mm, a huge it, element. It um, uh, it's it just really puts a bad taste in your mouth to have to, like it, it. It I say it feels weird because like it just introduces this one thing to catalyze wrapping up the movie, and then just boom, yeah, it's done. It's, the end. It's not. It's not bad for being there, obviously. Yeah, no. I, I, I actually I wish, really like. I that wish it's it was there. introduced earlier in the movie. But exactly, exactly. To, to help give the story a sense of momentum, building to the end. You have you, you have Emma, and obviously she's not happy about things that are happening. Yeah. But there's no real setup other than she kind of seems like she is interested in Moxie. That's the only setup to this huge reveal that I feel like pretty much the whole movie should have been stacked yeah, around. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I feel like... If it, I feel like that should have come out, like, early on or something. Like, it been hinted at early on. Yeah. And that that's what sparks uh, whoever is leading the Moxie movement in this hypothetical movie to start it, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, make the Moxie movement something more serious. Not that the stuff to where, that to where the thing To where the thing that's starting it is the, also the thing that resolves it kind of thing yeah that resolves the movie make it like because because instead without introducing it at all throughout the movie in the last 15 minutes as things are at an all-time low for the moxie group yeah you have it come out and then it just it, it, it works <laughs> like a just like oh here you go that's your convenient thing like it doesn't work as a story it feels like yes this is your convenient thing that will help you wrap up and make like you guys not all be in like in, in big trouble here for like as a movement yeah because they had just kind of run out of steam because vivian was leading the movement horribly <laughs> yeah like i said it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth at the end yeah I, every like i said almost all the side characters problems get just wrapped up really really fast <laughs> um and I don't know. It, yeah, I think I think you do have a fair point there, Mike. I think the ending is probably actually the most like underwhelming part of this whole movie. And it sucks because I wanted this ending to be like a really good ending. I was yeah. really enjoying the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then like they they came out with that, and I was like, okay, really? That's what we're doing yeah. right now. Like right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And they don't they don't give it any time to explore it. They don't give it any time to resolve. Yeah, they don't they don't let it sit, they don't let it sit with you. Which, it's I guess it would have been a little uh, like cheap. I I think uh, you could view it that way to like have it just simmer the whole movie. But I feel like it would have just been such a great driving force for the Moxie movement. I feel like even if they didn't enter like actually yeah. explicitly introduce it. If they had Emma, like, do more, like, to set it up. And yeah. if they had... Um, it just it does feel so out of the blue at the end. Even even if they had, like, um, what's-his-face... Uh, what is the character's name? The Arnold Schwarz Schwarzenegger's son yeah. character. Mitchell. If they had him do even, like, like, more, because while he was, yes, harassing people, it's, like... 
I don't know. I feel like there just wasn't anything specifically to set it up between those two characters. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> if, if For those of you who haven't watched Moxie as of yet, this probably doesn't make much sense. But yeah, um, the specific, go watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's a much more sensitive topic. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, that, I mean, hmm. I feel like that covers essentially everything I wanted to talk about. I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to uh, cover before we wrap it up? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like everything kind of leads into this major point of, like, two things. Like, why is Vivian the main character? And with Vivian being the main character, it makes all of these other things, especially this ending point, which should be, like, really, really powerful and really big Mm -hmm. to feel just kind of cheap kind of cheap and just there to like for the story not as part of the story yes because it's vivian's story and it doesn't have much to do with vivian yeah um she doesn't have any like emotional investment in any of the specific problems that these people are having because she can't relate to them and her charging on this movement and then getting so caught up in like her troubles because her friends are mad at her and her mom's dating someone (laughs) and stuff like this just makes makes the movie feel kind of like i don't know i just make it get like you said it leaves a bad taste in my mouth when i watch it i was about to say i would like be like wholeheartedly recommending moxie to people but like like i said every time i think about it i'm just like oh but it just kind of falls flat at the end yeah like it's like it's a really good movie it brings up a lot of like really good stuff because there's a lot of messed up stuff that happens especially in high school yeah and it's just like it's sad to me that it doesn't it's not as well written as I would like. Yeah. On a whole, like even, even something. I really need to stop coming back to Mean Micah, Girls. Micah, you need to find a different movie that has one central point. Even Mean Girls, though, isn't like a masterpiece of a movie. It's no. hilarious. It's, it, it's, it's well, my favorite. It's comedy. well written, but it's not like groundbreaking cinema or anything, and it's not going to like start any movements. I doubt. I don't know. I don't did know. It? I, I, it might have. Who I don't knows? Know. <laughs> Micah, you need to look. It's Women's History Month. We really need to look this up. <laughs> uh, but this movie feels much more like it was in a good position to actually make an impact as a movie. And I feel like it kind of cut itself short. Yeah. Um, last question, Micah, before we close, before we wrap things up. What did you think of Larry? <laughs> that was his name, right? <laughs> The boyfriend. Oh, the boyfriend. <laughs> Agent Coulson, He's Micah. He's a cool guy. <laughs> I just wanted to... Listen, I've seen Clark Gregg in like three roles, <laughs> but every single one is a master. <laughs> is a master class in acting. <laughs> I love Clark Gregg. He's really not that great of an actor. No. <laughs> I love this guy so much, though. <laughs> I just I just wanted to bring him up. Him, say... and his, him, him and his chives. Pretty sure he could say anything and I would find it funny. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> i i was honestly kind of surprised like i had no clue he was in this at all uh until like we turned like uh i watched the trailer for it and i'm like wait a minute is that who i think it is? 
Okay, here's another question, then a return question. All right, all right. What do you think of Gracie Lawrence? Gracie Lawrence. Her lack of her lack of representation in the movie. Wow. <laughs> she was in one scene. Bro, Gracie Lawrence. I, I have to stand, Micah. Right. I have to stand. <laughs> no, she's. Been, I have no choice. She's been in Noel. She's been in Moxie, <laughs> but they've been such tiny roles. Give her a starring role, coward. <laughs> I was about to say, she keeps posting on her Instagram all the time. Like, she's been auditioning for stuff, but, I mean, evidently it's working. Right, I mean, even I, even those roles. Gracie, I mean, if, you ever, if you ever hear this episode, we love you. Right? <laughs> uh, please please be in more movies. I was about to say, Lawrence Rocks. Go. Freckles Live is one of my okay, favorite if songs you guys, ever. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to Lawrence, go listen to Lawrence. That's my, that's my homework for you. <laughs> Freckles Live is one of my favorite songs ever. <laughs> Bro, Freckles, what a song, right? What a song. Bang. <laughs> but yes, Gracie Lawrence in this movie, highlight. Definitely. For me specifically, literally. She's in one her scene. Her performance isn't that groundbreaking or anything. Well, she's in one scene. Yes. She has like two lines. <laughs> but she's there. She's there. That's good enough for me. <laughs> All right. Do we want to go into yeah, closing? Let, the closing let's, thoughts. Let's wrap this the, up. Wrap it up. The closing ideas. Okay, I forgot to mention this <laughs> before we went in. Wow, you just pop in right at the beginning but, of closing um, thoughts. <laughs> but it, it, maybe this is just me, but I saw some other reviews that agreed with me. Okay. The fact that, like... <laughs> the only song that they listen to is Rebel Girl. Like they listen to like she she finds her mom's old feminist stuff and turns on Rebel Girl and then she's like, Yes. Yes. <laughs> I am they... I'm going to become Rebel Girl. <laughs> and then they play it. So many of the and this just felt so cheesy to me. Yeah. And maybe this is just me, but like like just like having like punk music, like Rebel Girl punk music, just be the like the thing that gets her into the feminist movement. Yeah, <laughs> it feels so cheap. It feels to me. so weird. Yeah, I was about to say it just feels so like she didn't really. It makes it seem like she didn't really even care that much, and she just adopted it for right. the aesthetic, oh, for the oh, punk aesthetic. Oh, I forgot about this. What? I forgot about this. She comes into this whole thing. She comes in. Oh she's gosh, writing for God. her college thing. What she cares about, and it kind of feels like she comes up with this just to care about something. She just needs a movement, and she yes, finds her man. mom's old feminist stuff. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, Vivian. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, anyway, just need to get that off my chest. <laughs> but anyway, let, uh, we should, who should go first, Micah? Uh, I can go first. All right, do it. All right. Do it. So my closing thoughts on this are is... Are is, wow. Are is... Uh, <laughs> are is... It's... <laughs> Micah, no. Your closing thoughts are... <laughs> it's got a lot of... Uh, it's got a lot of problems, especially and specifically communicating the message that it has. And it gives... It comes off as a little sloppy. But overall, it's... It seems pretty harmless for what it is, and it's pretty fun, and still does bring up some good points and some good, like, look at the struggle, or at least part of the struggle, uh, of of uh, various things. Uh, I, <laughs> of I, I lost the word things. again, Ravi. Uh, misogyny? Yeah, misogyny and yes. various things like that. 
it, it, it gives an interesting look at that stuff. I'm not going to say it's perfect. Because uh, it's not. <laughs> but it's still a very fun movie. Um, probably the best movie I've seen of 2021 Yeah, I was so about to say, currently favorite of 2021. <laughs> but I've only seen three movies from 2021. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. But, you know, I, I will probably not watch Moxie again. But I will have pleasant-ish memories of Moxie. <laughs> Yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, I'll watch it sometime, like a couple years from now, and be like, ah, remember, remember when Amy Poehler directed a Moxie? Yeah, what a wild. In the end, I feel like it's just one of those movies that has a lot of good and a lot of bad. It's got a lot of good points that it brings up, but it also has a lot of not dealing with those in the best ways in mediocre writing. It's got a lot of fun characters, but it doesn't utilize those characters in a very smart way for the story. And it's just kind of one of those movies that's very back and forth and in the middle. And I was really debating giving this either three stars or three and a half. But I just like it, so I gave it three and a half. (laughs) Wow. Um, What do I think of Moxie? And and to to fully wrap up what I think of it, once again, I feel like it only has those two big problems. Its screenplay just doesn't seem thematically focused enough. Yeah. Um, And what was the other one? (laughs) I don't even remember. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a weird movie in a lot of ways, but I don't know. I'm floundering here. What am I trying to say? I don't know. What are you trying to Michael, say? Michael, what am I trying to say here? I don't know. You're supposed to I just to- up your thoughts. I totally lost my train of thought, <laughs> like, completely. Um, ah, yes. They picked the wrong person to lead the story. <laughs> yeah um but i don't know if that's entirely on the movie because i don't know how it is in the book i'm assuming it's pretty similar to the book with how much amy poehler seems to like the book right um (laughs) but yeah no i i feel like a lot of its problems are probably stem from the book which isn't great when your source material yeah has has problems such as these but i don't know yeah like like micah said it's it's a it is a fun movie i don't know i feel i feel weird calling it a fun movie <laughs> right with the topic it addresses but i mean it plays itself off half as a comedy though which is weird it doesn't feel does like it? it it has comedic stuff in it i mean yeah but the, and that's not necessarily like i don't know towards the beginning i thought they were actually going to make it a comedy and then it definitely is not no yeah i was about to say i don't know yeah i i enjoyed moxie there you go <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed watching Moxie. Um, you should watch it too, I think. <laughs> um, it's interesting too, just like one of the reviews, and, and specifically what you said with Amy Poehler in the book, one of the reviews on the on Letterboxd was, I feel like uh, Amy Poehler found this book, discovered feminism, and really wanted to tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Uh, which is a little bit how this movie kind of feels. Yeah, I was about to say that kind of that kind of sums up. <laughs> discovers feminism, wants to tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, go watch it. I think I feel like on the whole, I feel like we've brought up a lot of negative points, but once again, we did we did enjoy this movie. It's yeah. our it's both of our favorite movies of 2021 at the moment, but we haven't seen we haven't seen very much and this beats year. Flora and Ulysses yeah, Flo- and Tom and Jerry. Yeah, uh, not a, not a too challenging of a lineup but yeah happy uh, uh, happy international women's day yes uh, go watch this movie go watch the farewell go watch um go watch mean girls 
go watch uh, Greener Grass. Oh, yes. Gre- uh, bro, favorite female-directed movie is probably Greener Grass. It's so freaking good. I thought Mean Girls was your favorite comedy. No, it's my favorite comedy. Ooh, Greener Grass is a comedy. Oh, well, well maybe... <laughs> Maybe Greener Grass has been my favorite comedy all along. I just I just don't think of it as a comedy. Uh, but I, wow. yeah, it is. Wow, it's definitely a comedy. It's actually one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. But I yeah. don't know why I don't know why that didn't occur to me. Women's History Month. Uh, go go celebrate women. Yeah, watch some Do good it. movies. Women rock. Read some good books. Do go it. read Little Women. That's a darn good <laughs> go book. Read, go, go read Little Women. No, 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 no. I know this sounds stupid, but Mike, that's one of my favorite Mike's books. Mike's like, uh, uh, what's a book about women? Uh, little Women. <laughs> no, no, no. I know this sounds stupid, and I hate that I, that I I hate that this is true, but Little Women is now one of my favorite books. Go watch Greta Gerwig's Little Women. <laughs> wow. Hey, maybe we'll watch that later today. Yeah. It's the perfect excuse to watch it. Right. You shouldn't need an excuse to watch it, <laughs> but we've we've just been putting it off for so long. I, I've owned it for like two years. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and go into what we watched this week. We're gonna try and keep it pretty brief since we're already almost capping an hour on this thing. I was expe- I wasn't expecting it to go this long. All right. Yes. Here we go. Okay. Well. Um, Welcome to What We Watched. For those of you who don't know, this is the segment uh, where we go over what we watched over the week according to our Letterboxd Diary. Heck yeah. Also how we got the name Recently Logged, because it's stuff that we recently logged <laughs> on Letterboxd. stuff that we recently <laughs> logged. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Uh, we're going to be starting on the 1st of March. The beginning of uh, Women's History Month. Woot woot. Woot and woot. <laughs> I second the woot that I first wooted. <laughs> okay. Man, I really haven't watched as many... Uh... I've watched I've watched quite a few I've watched quite a few as I would have as I would have liked to. Wow, I am on a roll actually. I have literally every entry from this month uh, so far. I have put a like next to. I've liked everything I've seen this month. I have not because I watched the eye. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah! I caught like the last twenty minutes of that. <laughs> but yeah, um, let's go. We're going from the first, so. Uh, I believe we have the same thing down. Yeah, yeah it should be Flora and Ulysses. Flora and Ulysses. The, um, <coughs> that was weird. the Disney Plus original? Yeah, Disney Plus yeah. original. And Baby. hey, it's got a female director. Baby. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. It's I forgot pretty, about that, yeah. Pretty fun. Whoa, one of my friends gave it five stars? I don't think so. It's not that good. It's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it's... it's uh, How to describe it? it, it it's like... Ben Schwartz went out and made a kids movie or something. <laughs> it has that right. energy. It has that has that vibe around right. it. Ben Schwartz, <laughs> exactly. Like I don't know. It's it, it 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 doesn't do much like at all. But it's not really trying. To. I was it's about just to say, trying to be a cute like kids movie with a superhero squirrel. <laughs> I said I said in my review it was pretty fun and better than I expected it to be. I expected with the CGI squirrel for it to be like really stupid. Yeah. But you know it was actually a pretty fun. Movie. Yeah, my review on this is really not great, uh, but not awful. And with a cast like this, how could it not be endured? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was about to say like it's a fun movie if you, if you have. Like kids or, or like younger siblings who you think would enjoy like a kids movie because this is a kids movie. Um, this is a this is a fun pick. Yeah. I la- I laughed. I cried. Uh, it was two a.m. <laughs> 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 
I gave it two and a half stars. Yeah. I, like I said, I gave I gave all of the ones mentioned here a like, so. Later, on the first, I watched The Artist. The Artiste. The silent French film. Ooh, how do you know it's French, Micah? It's silent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's very good. It's honestly probably one of my favorite movies, and, you know, I think it does a lot really cool with what it's given. Blah, blah, blah. I could go on for it for a lot. Yeah, we need to do an episode on it, actually. It like, exercises its premise really well. Yeah. Um, I gave it five stars. Love love me some artist. <laughs> uh, did you watch anything on the second? Uh, I watched... <laughs> I mean, no, but I watched One Froggy Evening <laughs> on the first. <laughs> wow, One Froggy Evening. Very good. Ten of ten. <laughs> uh, then on the third... Uh, the third. We watched Moonrise Kingdom. Which I had just bought the Criterion for. Moonrise Kingdom. Wow, flexing your wealth, Micah. Flexing the fact that I spent way too much money out of money that I very <laughs> limited <laughs> supply of money. Wow. Uh, but the the Criterion sale happened, and I got Moonrise Kingdom, and yeah, uh, I really like Moonrise Kingdom. <laughs> I I've only seen one live action Wes Anderson movie, but I really like live action Wes Anderson. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I still don't know what what doesn't click with me about Moonrise Kingdom. This is this was my second time watching it, uh, and I don't know. It just it just doesn't it it doesn't click with me. I don't know why. I love Fantastic Mr. Fox is like my second favorite movie ever, um, and I thought I would enjoy Wes Anderson's sensibilities like even more. Like his he was even more involved in his career after like like after fantastic mr fox where he really found his footing and voice directorially when he like entered claymation and i feel like it just moonrise kingdom seems kind of underwhelming to me and i don't know why hmm. i i want to i want to like watch this movie and study it to try and figure out why i don't like it as much as i want to no, i don't know i really it's i, I love it i give it five stars <laughs> Yeah, no, I I still like it, though. I still like Moonrise Kingdom. I just really prefer Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I would actually probably even take Isle of Dogs over it. Whoa, I was about to say... I don't think it's better. I don't think it's better, but I think I personally... Fantastic Mr. Fox better than Moonrise Kingdom. I think I personally prefer Isle of Dogs over Moonrise Kingdom. I don't think it's better by any stretch. It's screenplay is kind of a mess. (laughs) Wow. um, Dang. But yeah, we should do a Moonrise Kingdom episode sometime. Also on the third... Yes. We watched Hunt for the Wilder People. Heck yeah. Um, another, Heck yeah, we did, Micah. Another one of my favorite movies. <laughs> uh, I actually was doing this thing where I wanted to watch four or five star movies in a row, so it looked like, you know, in my recent activity, it would be five, five, So five, it looked five, like five. you rated everything you watched five stars. Yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, and we had just, like, I, I don't know, I felt like we had just come off of, like, a string of not great movies, and I wanted to just be, like good movie oh uh, that's what it was we went on a trip and we didn't watch very many movies. oh yeah we didn't yeah we went out camping and we didn't and then really, we, we didn't back, watch any movies and then we came back and watched tom and jerry <laughs> yeah i was about to say it was not a not a not a pretty day oh by the way we did uh for those who don't know last week we did an episode on tom and jerry that you should go check out but like man hunt for the world of people is so good it really is best it's a, best taiko Waititi movie oh, i've seen pff, it's not even a competition man right out of the ones we've seen <laughs> Um, I, I haven't seen Boy or What We Do in the Shadows, which I hear are really, really good, but it definitely tops Jojo Rabbit and yeah. definitely, definitely Thor Ragnarok. I still hate how, like, 
I do like Taika's direction in almost every movie I've seen, not Ragnarok. <laughs> uh, but for some reason, his movies just always reek of like this sense of ego that he has. And I don't know why that is. He, hmm. ju- he just seems, I don't know. Every time I watch one of his movies, it just seems like he's really like smug about how good he is. And hmm. I don't, I don't like it. I don't know. I've never... That's part of the, that's probably part of the reason I don't love hunt for the wilder people as much as I would want to. And I don't know. I've never felt that way, but especially like just watching interviews with him and stuff. He just always seems kind of, I don't know, self-absorbed, which I'm not a fan of. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched an interview with him. Yeah. He's not, he, I don't know. He just seems, I don't know. He, he seems like the kind of person who would irritate me to be around <laughs> as much as Dang. I do like his direction and style, especially in Hunt for the Wilder People. It's a very, very fun movie. All right, well, I gave Hunt for the Will of People five stars. Yeah. Uh, did you watch anything on the fourth? I did. I watched Surprise Boogie, <laughs> <laughs> which is a short from 1957 about jazz uh, that you should go watch. It's pretty fun. Is it a surprise boogie? Uh, no, it's not really a surprise at all. They, they tell you, like, literally the name of the movie is Surprise Boogie, so it's not really a surprise, is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on the fifth, we watched My Dinner with Andre. My Dinner with Andre. Which, dang it, I love My Dinner with Andre. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why I like it as much as I do. Um, but It's kind of an anomaly. But, like, man... It's so weird. For a movie that's just two guys sitting down at dinner, literally it doesn't cut anywhere. Literally they don't do anything. They just sit and talk for about two hours. It's a podcast, Mike. I love it so much, though. (laughs) Is it just a podcast? It's the best podcast I've ever listened to. (laughs) That should be my... Hold on. That should be my next review for my Dinner with Andre 10 of 10 podcast episode, guys. (laughs) Can call it quits. But man, I wrote a pretty long-ish review on it and you know i, I don't know i just love it i don't know why i, I like what they it talk about you're it. A theater kid Micah? maybe is that it why? is i like how like <laughs> i like the points they bring up i like the way they balance everything i like the pacing of this bro the editing the editing, editing is weird <laughs> it's whack like i can't believe someone had to edit this <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally just a dialogue scene for like an hour and yeah, some odd minutes, but it still is like a decently edited dialogue. Yeah, no, it's good. No, I wasn't. I wouldn't say. I wasn't saying whack as in like, oh man, the editing's bad. It's whack. <laughs> I was saying like, it's whack that someone had to edit this. Yeah, it's just one long dialogue scene with like four different angles. <laughs> uh, but I gave my dinner with Andre five stars. Love, love me some my dinner with Andre. Heck yeah. Then also on the 5th, uh, right after my streak of five-star movies, I watched The Eye. The Eye. Which was pretty darn bad. It was a remake, an American remake of a Chinese movie, which is also supposedly pretty darn bad. <laughs> so. And, you, okay, usually the American remakes of Chinese movies are worse. And I, then they choose one that already doesn't, already wasn't very good, apparently. <laughs> And it's directed by the duo who directed uh, The Messengers, which was horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh, The Messengers. Oh man. Yeah, not not good. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 the original one was. Dang it. Oh, okay. I got that I got that mixed up. The original okay. I was directed by them. This is these I think are like pretty much Yeah, not well-known directors at all. Okay. They haven't really directed okay. anything. But still, 
Not very good. Not very scary. Not very creepy. I caught the, like the last twenty minutes of it, and it looked very boring. <laughs> it's very boring. Uh, I gave it two stars. Then what did we watch in the fifth, Remy? We watched the best freaking Batman movie there is. Say it with me. Well, I wouldn't call it the best Batman. Movie, Mask of the Phantasm. One of maybe. the best <laughs> Batman movies I've ever seen. Ah, it's so good, man. I don't know. I would probably say I think the Dark Knight is better made. Or I think the Dark Knight is better made. But oh. everything else doesn't even touch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's very cheesy. Uh, it's very much. I, I don't know why you guys kept saying it's cheesy. I didn't. Th- I didn't find it cheesy. It's definitely cheesy, Remy. I don't know. But it's a good cheesy. It's that cheesy because it's Batman the animated series Batman, and it's that kind of cheesy like animated Batman cheesy where they have these weird lines and weird like cheesy plot points. But it works so well for getting you into this more comic booky superhero world. I don't know. I just feel like cheesy has this lack of prestige around it. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I I like the cheese in it, if you will. Um, I think I think it's all the better for it. Honestly, I'd rather have this than stupid pretty much any other Batman animated movie where I've seen where it's like, I'm sorry, Alfred. <laughs> Crying. <laughs> oh, but you know what? I take it all back. Michael Lego Batman movie is the best Batman movie. <laughs> I think just most of the animated time, most of the time, Batman movies that aren't like depressing, like Batman sad boy hours are better. <laughs> Batman listens to Frank Ocean in the Batcave. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed this. Uh, it was it was pretty well made. Very fun. I want to do. I, I don't know. Light. I want to. I want to make. I want to create a piece of art discussing Mask of the Phantasm. It looks. It, it looks like it would be fun to talk about. But Robbie, everybody's done. That. <laughs> I know. I, literally, the entire time I was watching the movie, I'm like, the video essayists are going to eat this up. And they did. <laughs> and then they did. Uh, I gave it four stars. I gave it a like. <laughs> uh, then on the sixth, we watched the freaking masterpiece. Shrek 2 for, for the, the first, first time. time. Very first time, if you can even believe it. We could never find it anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, and we weren't allowed to watch any of the Shrek movies until, like, I don't know, a couple of years ago. No, I mean, we probably, not... we probably could have. You keep saying this stuff, but it's not true. We could have watched it a long time okay. ago. We just never wanted to because when we were really young, we weren't allowed to. And then Yeah, we weren't allowed to. And then, like... We just kind of dropped it, and I didn't think about it much. Exactly. It's not that, like, we could have watched this for, like, years, <laughs> many, many years, but we just didn't. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, um, I really love the first Shrek. I was interested to see what Shrek 2 was going to be like. Shrek 2 was better. And, I don't know, I didn't think it was better, but... I thought it was better. Come on, the story is better. The soundtrack... It's, it has so many bangers. The story God. is better. The soundtrack is better. The side characters are better. The location is better. The villain is better. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. I I just, I don't know. I need to watch it again. I, I don't know if I'm comfortable saying it's better than the first one. I love Shrek so much. See, I like Shrek. I do not like its plot. I really don't. Really? It seems pointless for, like, an overall story. Um, and Farquaad really doesn't make much sense overall there's the stupid whole lying reveal plot thing going on <laughs> i don't know what you have against the lying plot reveals in movies but... they're so contrived just talk Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and but this doesn't have that it's much better i i, I mean i guess the more the more I, the more i think about it the more i probably agree that it's 
maybe edges out the original a little bit. But I don't know. It, it's really good. The, the, for Both of them are good. For reference, Shrek is one of my favorite animated movies, and I'm questioning whether or not Shrek 2 is better than that. I gave Shrek 2 so, four and a half stars. Yeah. No, it's it's good. It was it was especially fun. It was really late at night. Then on the 7th, uh, we, we watched a lot of movies separately. Yeah, I was about to say, um, uh, I watched three movies without you, and I you watched, watched two movies, two movies without, without, without me. Um, I watched The Princess Bride very good um i can quote way too much of the movie and it's so weird because it seems like it's such like a classic and then you watch like they just like it feels like almost like it's overhyped and like oh it's the princess bride everybody always talks about the princess bride and quotes the princess bride (laughs) and then you watch it and you're like man this is just like a really good movie though yeah no i i actually rewatched it um it was sometime late last year. Um, I remember it was starting to get cold, so I don't know. It was probably about a year ago <laughs> sometime. Uh, but I watched it. Um, I was so scared that I like wasn't going to like it this time. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't seen it in so long. Oh, I hope I like it. And then I really liked it. But oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I gave it five stars. Then I also watched The Martian. I like The Martian quite a bit. <laughs> the it's, it's really silly, but I like it. Oh I gave it four stars. The Martian. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. We're going We're going over time. Okay, Ruby. okay. Uh, first thing I watched yesterday was The Freshman, which was a 1925 movie. Uh, it's the first Harold Lloyd uh, movie. I have seen. Or wait, not Harold Lloyd. What am I saying? Wait, yes. Harold Lloyd. Yes. I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> First Harold Lloyd movie I've seen. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, it had some really, really well like set up and staged uh, gags throughout it, which, I mean, it is a silent movie, so a lot of it centers around physical comedy, which, I mean, I see it as a win, honestly. <laughs> um, but yeah. Not not like groundbreaking or anything, but it is quite good. You should watch it sometime. Uh, also, quite a quite an interesting critique of uh, like the importance we put on ourselves to be popular, that sort of thing. It's it's all about a freshman who goes to college and tries to be popular. Is <laughs> the entire movie. <laughs> um, oh, and then I watched To Be or Not to Be, which I cannot recommend to you enough. <laughs> like honestly, this is one of my favorite movies I've seen in a while. Like out of the stuff i've watched in the past like month or so uh it's it's really fantastic it's a comedy uh set during world war ii about a theater troupe who uh through various shenanigans attempts to assassinate uh a bunch of different people (laughs) it's 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 really funny it's really good um there's a lot of like really clever stuff in here and also micah they have a um a Jojo Rabbit-esque Hail Hitler scene in it. Well, <laughs> Like, honestly, I wonder if Taika Waititi watched this movie and was like, bro, what if you did that, but, like, up to 11? <laughs> That's funny. Micah, literally first five minutes of To Be or Not To Be, Hitler walks into the room and he says, Hail Myself. <laughs> and I lost it. Wow. It's so good. Yeah, watch To Be or Not To Be. It's really, it's really funny. And uh, quite clever. Is it one of the smartest comedies I've seen in a while? Especially from the 40s. I can't believe they were making this back then. (laughs) It's really good. Um, And then I watched Nancy Drew, Reporter. (laughs) Which is a 1939 movie about Nancy Drew, Reporter. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's that's really all you need to know. It's, 
it was fine. It was kind of fun. It it wasn't very Nancy Drew esque. I don't know. I never I never read Nancy Drew as a child. I I never really even read the Hardy Boys as a child. <laughs> Which I mean I I feel like that's kind of a failure on Women's History Month, Mike. <laughs> feel like i kind of dropped the ball <laughs> why, 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 why are you laughing like uh, i don't know i've kind of been zoning out. <laughs> wow okay i was saying i dropped the ball because i didn't read nancy drew as a child. Oh, oh yeah um mm. on women's history month no less i mean i've read a couple of the books and they're not that great wow okay well maybe Maybe we'll talk about a Nancy Drew movie on here sometime. Hey, the, that one Nancy Drew movie is very good. The Hidden Staircase one? No, not kid. The Hidden Staircase. <laughs> the one I watched growing up. All right. Well, I mean, that's all we watched. Then we watched Moxie, and that brings us to the current moment today. Yeah, right or, now. Well, actually, we watched... <laughs> I wanted to give this oh, a shout-out directly after Moxie. <laughs> I wanted to turn on Dear Sister. <laughs> Uh, which for those who don't know uh look up dear sister on youtube and watch it watch right it. now it's do it amazing do it right now it's hilarious I, it's literally when comedy was born i yeah i was about to say i believe the inception of comedy can be traced back to that point <laughs> um but yes uh thank you for listening to this week's episode rambled um, on a bit there at the end with the what we want yeah uh i hope you guys have a good uh women's day yeah hope you guys have a good women's history month and i hope you guys have a good year <laughs> heck yeah in 2021 uh but anyways we'll see you next week who knows what'll happen <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>